very good morning to you. Welcome to Brighton Road. A very happy Christmas to you. Delighted to see you all here. Can't see you online, but delighted you can join us as well. God bless you. Delighted to have Father Christmas here with at least two or three guises at the back over there. That's amazing. Fantastic. Congratulations are due today to Daniela and Derek, who've got engaged now here in person. Nathaniel and Bex have got engaged as well. They're here in person. It's going to be a busy year. In the Hogg family, delighted for you. God bless you. Have a brilliant year, brilliant life together. That's amazing, fantastic. Who here had the earliest start this morning when we said he's been up all night? Were you up all night, Phil? He's not even listening. Who, who, who started early this morning? What time? That's not early. My alarm went off before that, yeah. Four. Okay, anybody earlier than four? No, Marion is the keen one as ever. Thank you, that's great. Okay, lovely. Zechariah chapter 2 says, Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion, for behold, I come, I will dwell in your midst, declares the Lord. And many nations shall join themselves to the Lord that day and shall be my people, and I will dwell in your midst. You shall know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. Let's stand and sing together angels from the realms of glory.
The good will of the people by Godfrey Rice. And the angel said unto them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will be a source of great joy for all the people. Today in the city of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And the shepherd said unto the angel, Hold it right there, son. And the angel did hold it right there. And the shepherd said, in the current political climate, you can't seriously expect that any proposal will cause great joy for all the people. And the angel said, well, and the shepherd did continue, as his question had in fact been rhetorical. We've been debating the options, and even among the small and barely representative cross-section of the Jewish agricultural working class, there is a wide and apparently unbridgeable range of options as to the best way forward to a solution in search of an acceptable Messiah. And the angel said, go on. And the shepherd did point out his three colleagues. Jacob. Jacob, he is a zealot. All for us, go in it alone. Tell the Romans exactly where to shove their empire. The Samaritans and the Greeks, they can go home too. He wants not just immigration reduced, but Israel fully rejews. Now Joanna, on the other hand, she's a Romana. She thinks there are several things that the Romans have, in fact, really done for us. But Jeremiah now, he's a social activist. No surrendering unto Caesar for him. He proposes an end to august austerity and the scandal of babies having to sleep in feeding troughs wrapped in second-hand clothing. Me, I think we need to remember who it was that sees about Egypt and the Philistines. Moses and King David. That's my kind of good shepherd. God on our side. And a proper price for sacrificial lamb. There was a pause. And the angel said again loudly, Today, in the city of David, is born for you a saviour. He is the Messiah, the Lord. But the shepherd said, you're surely not going to say he's the only possible Messiah. To please all this lot, you need to be a peaceful, revolutionary agitator, but one who sets families against each other, who believes that we're the chosen people but treats Romans and Samaritans equally, pays his taxes but won't accept the judgments of the courts because they're corrupt, one who stands up for adulterers, pimps, scoundrels, lepers, resists all political compromise, and relentlessly attacks those in power for greed, pride, and self-seeking hypocrisy. Where are you going to find a Messiah like that? And if you did, it wouldn't end well. They'd just end up crucifying him. And the angel said unto them, You will find the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Good Christian men rejoice with heart and soul and voice.
Stephen that we lead you in prayer. Christ was born to save. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. But not in the way expected. You are the holy creator. You are above all thoughts and imaginations, worthy of all honour and praise, and yet here you are, a baby in a manger, completely dependent, vulnerable to nature and the evil designs of human beings. This is no safe place for you. And yet we can be safe because you are here, entering the same real world in which you live. Because this, Lord Jesus, is how you came. And because you came this way, I can acknowledge that life is fragile, but I can be less anxious. Because this is how you came, I can acknowledge that nothing in life is certain, but I can still trust. So help me in the days to come to cling to this news of God made human. This good news of God with us. Of God for us. Because here there is the promise of renewed life. Of life in all its fullness. Of eternal life. And so here at the manger we know that you alone are worthy of all honour and praise. Because my life, our life, all life finds meaning and purpose you and the frail world can find hope. Joy to the world. The Lord is come. Amen. Delighted Rebecca, going to light the candles with her family who want to come out. I've known you all, but it would take too long. Um, <laughs> fantastic. There are some words on the screen, I think, for me to say. Lovely. Thank you. That's great. Love peace, hope, and joy. Four candles, four promises, continually offered to us by God, and all of them manifested in this one we light today, the Christ candle. In Christ we find a love that encompasses us in all our diversity, the peace that follows justice, the hope of transformation, the joy of fulfillment in our life together. In Christ we find light and life, the courage to be like him as we answer his call, and follow in his footsteps. Let's all say together, we rejoice in God's steadfast presence in our lives and in God's unique presence in the life of Jesus of Nazareth, born of Mary, growing through Sorry, okay, there's more. There's more, okay, thank you. Right, we say, we continue. Come to us, Lord Jesus. Be born in us this day, in our hearts, our minds, our lives. May the light of your love be kindled in us and lead us to the shining truth of the Lord. Amen. 
Friday tea. See, I'm going to make that the candle while we're seeing. See, lying there by the door. Okay, there we go. He's gone. Yeah, I think that's it. Please, come on. Are you going to, are you going to wait? Please sit down. Don't be in the least embarrassed if you're not prepared for this, but we do have an offering this morning. It's for Spurgeons, who operate children's centres, family hubs, counselling services, and prison outreach projects. It's a charity that supports family life, children with additional needs, and those who have issues with mental health or who are affected by domestic abuse. They work in 22 local authority areas across England, largely intensively with 9,000 families to help them overcome the challenges they face, and less intensively to providing support for an additional 20,000 families. It's a charity which incorporates Stevens, who've done so much work amongst local schools over these past years, providing counselling for children. So if you would like to give to Spurgeons and you come prepared, please feel free to give generously. If not, then let the bags go by and don't be bothered about that in any way at all.
Thank you for inspiring us to be generous to you, and may these gifts bring light and love and hope and peace into the lives of human families, not just this Christmas time, but in the coming weeks. In Jesus' name. Can I lead you in prayer? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, you said it's more blessed to give than to receive. Thank you that Christmas is a time of giving. But whereas we pick and choose who we give what to, your gift is good news for everyone. You are the saviour of everyone. You give your love and grace to everyone. Thank you that you share your love even to the point of giving your life. We bless you for that. And we pray for your world in all its need. We have gifts that we can share, money that we can give. But we pray for those in lands racked by poverty, those who are crushed by debt, those who have nothing because they've been overwhelmed by famine or natural disaster. You remember those fellow believers who are persecuted today. Those who are denied justice or falsely imprisoned. You remember those whose land is torn apart by hatred, violence and war. We remember those afflicted by sickness, suffering, those for whom their days are short. And we remember those overcome by depression, bereavement, or broken relationships. Those for whom the season brings no joy, and for whom the future is fearful. Lord Jesus, you entered this world to do God's will. Not just in times of enjoyment and plenty, but in times of hardship and difficulty. Be with those we have remembered before you to be their saviour, their deliverer, to be Lord in their situations. Bring comfort in distress, courage in adversity, confidence in uncertainty, compassion in suffering. And for those of us who have something to give, we offer it and dedicate it and our lives to your service. In us and through us, may your kingdom come, your will be done. For we ask this in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Stand and sing together.
wonder if Michael and Sandra and Sue would come and join us, please. So there's a lot of tradition around Christmas, isn't there? So, you know, you're probably going to have your Christmas cake with some cheese later. Um, and obviously there'll be the ready-sorted crisps on your dinner plate with the roast turkey. Um, and you've probably already had your Lego and Bonjello and your Christmas stocking, yeah? Or is that just my family? Okay, okay. we do actually do all of those things. Um, and it's traditional on Christmas Day at uh, Brighton Road that we um, express our thanks and our gratitude to our ministers and their families. Um, and it's also traditional for the, for the church secretary to tell a joke, which I think is just probably around the kind of let's get Michael and Sandra down here sort of gap. But, um, and, and if you ask my family, then they will tell you that I am famously a hate comedy. So I have struggled. I mean, I don't hate comedy. I just like things that are funny. So I've struggled to find a joke, okay? But I have, I have come up with, this is the best I can do, okay? So, and it's, it is a rhetorical question because I don't like audience participation. <laughs> so it's, what do Winnie the Pooh, Rupert the Bear, and Frosty the Snowman have in common? Well, they clearly all share the same middle name. Anyway. but all year round, for all the things that you do that we see, and especially all the things that we don't see. Um, we know that Christmas is not your busy time of year. It's the same all year round. And we want to thank your families as well for sharing Yule with us. I'm going to say willingly and graciously. Um, but we do, we do appreciate the sacrifice that the ministers' families have to make in order for us to enjoy all the work that they do. And so we just have a, a small token of our appreciation um, and our, our love and gratitude to you for, for what you've been able to do. And I can't get to you if you want to come here. <laughs> and she'll just pray for you. Father God, we thank you for Tim and for Michael and for their families. We thank you for the sacrifices that they make. We thank you for the way in which they serve you so faithfully and for all that they bring to our church community. We ask that you would bless them today and in the weeks and months to come. Amen. Say thank you to all of you for your kindness. It's a great place to be, Brighton Road. I think we reflect the character of God in two ways. Faithfulness, faithfulness to God, to each other and to us. We really appreciate that. And generosity, reflecting the grace of God in giving your time, your energies, your gifts. And, and your generosity to us as well in giving to the church. So thank you very much indeed. We're blessed to be here. Blessed to have you as our church. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Bless you. Uh, for your fellowship, your friendship, your prayers. And uh, it's good to be able to worship together, to talk together, to witness together. And uh, God's blessing on you, on us all. Before you go, she was very concerned with her brother on Christmas morning. Happy <laughs> <laughs> Christmas, Justin. <laughs> the uh, the embarrassing thing is, Tim, some people here won't know. Yeah. <laughs>
got greetings from Claire Bedford, who sent us an, an e-card from abroad. She says, to everyone at Brighton, you're back to church. Thank you for your support last year. Wishing us all a happy Christmas as we celebrate our Savior's holy birthday. Happy and healthy 2024. Happy Christmas from Claire. <laughs> I want to talk to you a bit this morning about holly. Because holly has been associated with Christmas for centuries. The crimson berries are a symbol of Jesus' blood. The prickles represent a crown of thorns. The evergreen leaf is a symbol, a metaphor of life after death. And over the centuries, various legends have developed about holly. There's one legend that when Mary and Joseph and Jesus were fleeing for their lives to Egypt and soldiers were in hot pursuit, they, they hid under a holly tree, and the, the holly tree kind of closed itself around them and concealed them, and the Roman soldiers went by, and they were safe. And Mary blessed the holly tree, and it's been green ever since. There's another legend that the berries of the holly used to be white, but it was holly that they made Jesus' crown of thorns from, and then they put the crown of thorns where they take the crucifix, and his blood turned the, the, the white berries red. That's the reverse of the idea that Jesus' forgiveness and our scarlet sins become as white as snow. Now we know that there is no truth to such legends because holly didn't grow in Israel at the time or indeed anywhere else in the Middle East. But nevertheless, when we look at holly, let that remind you about Jesus. The crimson berries, his blood, the prickles, his crown of thorns, the evergreen leaf, a metaphor for life after death. We're going to sing the song today, Carol Now, which is all about holly. I've adapted the words to make a bit more sense. Those of you who query the idea that holly has blackberries, there is a Japanese strain of holly that does indeed have blackberries. So this is true to ha what holly's like, and it says something about the cult of Jesus as well. So let's stand and sing the song today, Carol. <laughs>
Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod. Magi from the East came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the East and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time that the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back, they returned to their country by another route. Thank you, Jeff. Matthew records the incident of the visit of the wise men to show how the birth of Jesus fulfills that ancient prophecy in Micah chapter 5 that was so quoted by the teachers of the law in, in Jerusalem. And as one born to the king of the Jews, Jesus fulfilled this prophecy by being born in Bethlehem. For you, Bethlehem is Rapper, from you a king will emerge who will rule over Israel on my behalf. Matthew is saying that Jesus is the true king of Israel. Not that tin-pot tyrant, Herod, in Jerusalem. Jesus is the true king born in the right place in fulfillment of ancient prophecy. And he will shepherd God's people by the Lord's strength. Jesus is God's anointed shepherd, the only true Messiah. And the characteristic of Jesus is he has compassion on God's people when they're harassed and helpless. As Emmanuel, 
God comes in the person of Jesus to strengthen those who are weak, to heal those who are sick, to bind up the injured, to bring back those who are strayed, and to speak to them. And he does this by the sovereign authority of the Lord. Empires come and go, kings come and go, governments come and go. But the kingdom of our God rules forever. And all authority in heaven and on earth is given to Jesus. And the prophecy says that he will be honoured even in the distant regions of the earth. And that's been portrayed that by people coming from the ends of the earth to worship him and to honour him. Matthew's account of the wise men visiting Jesus unpacks the meaning of my disciples and shows us who Jesus is and what he will do as God's shepherd Messiah. And he gives his people peace. And if running your own life hasn't worked out too well for you this past year, why not make Jesus your shepherd and entrust your life to his care? Because if Jesus is the one Micah spoke of, he's the one you need to follow. Put him in charge and see what he can do with you, in you, through you, and for you in this coming year. So let's sing together, as with gladness, men of
share together in the words of the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen. Amen. And have a brilliant Christmas. God bless you all.